emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. What up, everybody? It's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody. This is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemeth. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio Show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into the... And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmin. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmin's. Minnesota to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show.
Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemmons. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Happy Tuesday to everybody. Thank you again for tuning in to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we're so very happy that you're taking some time today to spend it with us. We're calling tonight's show Black Lives Matter. That's right, guys. We're going to be talking about a number of different uh, subjects and subtopics all around the theme of Black Lives Matter. Uh, in fact, uh, as of this recording, we ran across a story uh, that we hadn't originally planned to discuss on tonight, uh, but we saw this on social media that was gaining some traction, and we thought we would add that as a part of our slate of stories that we're going to discuss on tonight, and that is uh, Terry Cruz's controversial comments about the Black Lives Matter movement. We're going to be talking about that uh, in the first segment of tonight's show, and then we're going to be following that up with uh, Dave Chappelle's recent stand-up special entitled 846. And guys, this is a powerful stand-up. I think Dave Chappelle is one of uh, the most brilliant uh, comedians uh, of our generation, and uh, according to a number of scholars that have uh, followed him and watched this particular uh, piece that he did, uh, they're putting him right on par with uh, Dick Gregory uh, as his predecessor. So I am, um, uh, this is our first opportunity really talk about this special it dropped on june 12th and uh we're going to be talking about that sharing our thoughts as well as a couple excerpts from that special as well and then rounding out the three topics for tonight uh we're going to be sharing with you a story about a young woman latoya ratliff who uh had a very uh violent encounter with the police a black woman in fort lauderdale uh florida uh, who uh, was um, uh, shot in the face with a rubber bullet uh, during a George Floyd protest, a peaceful protester that was shot in the face uh, by a uh, Miami or Fort Lauderdale, Florida police officers. And we have another dynamic thought of the week. And this week it's coming from Dr. Cornell West, uh, intellectual, charismatic, articulate professor of Harvard and Princeton, respectively. He recently did an interview with uh, CNN's Anderson Cooper that was so moving that it moved Anderson to tears. So we're going to be sharing with you a portion of that interview for tonight's thought of the week. Guys, we got a great show in store for you. Remember, you can follow us on all of the social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram at TOL Radio Host MSN on Facebook at our face on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show uh, or go to our website michaelnemons.com and leave us a comment right there on our thinking out loud fan page as well or you can send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com a number of ways that you can keep in touch with us guys we've got a lot of great things uh, in store we'll be sharing with that sharing that with you in just a little bit but you've got to subscribe we want you to subscribe to the podcast subscribe to thinking out loud tv but we're going to be posting videos there as well and uh, but you've got to subscribe so that way you can keep in touch uh, with what we have going on on thinking out loud radio and 
TV. That's right, youtube.com forward slash uh, thinking out loud TV. Subscribe there and even share the post uh, that you see on Facebook and other places, Twitter and Instagram, so others can be a part of what we're doing here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It will be greatly appreciated. Well, guys, we want to take our first break of the night. When we come back, we're getting into our first topic, and that is Terry Crews' recent comments about the Black Lives Matter movement. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Stephanie D. Sanders, award-winning singer, songwriter, author, voiceover artist, and more. Heard on shows like the Tom Joyner Morning Show and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Book Stephanie D. Sanders to voice over your podcast or radio intros or commercials. Do yourself a favor and visit stephaniedsanders.com and upgrade your podcast or radio show by booking Stephanie D. Sanders. You'll definitely be glad that you did. Black to the bone, to the core, to the root, I am to America a very strange fruit. Born from a tree nearly wilted from its traps into a world content with racial labeling and criminal profiles. I search for truths that have been withheld from books produced to tell history. And it's a mystery how they missed me or people like me when our backs were broken from building this country and our hands were calloused from sowing seeds upon which men and women would bleed and still not be freed for another 300 years. I believe some mothers still cry those slaves' tears because fear and anger run deep and get passed down through generations like heirlooms. And in the heirlooms, the stench of discrimination as this nation falls deeper into complacency, denying black beauty and black pride Black lives really do matter. Here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnimmons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. 
Stephanie D. Sanders, award-winning singer, songwriter, author, voiceover artist, and more. Heard on shows like the Tom Joyner Morning Show and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Book Stephanie D. Sanders to voice over your podcast or radio intros or commercials. Do yourself a favor and visit stephaniedsanders.com and upgrade your podcast or radio show by booking Stephanie D. Sanders. You'll definitely be glad that you did. We are back on the Black Lives Matter edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And as we said before the break, we're going to be talking about Black Lives Matter throughout the entire show. And in fact, uh, tonight uh, we are doing something uh, a little bit um, out of the box today because as we as of this recording, uh, we are we ran across a story that we are adding to the slate of uh, topics for tonight's show uh, that we had not previously planned. Uh, this was uh, something that we saw on social media that really just uh, took off today and just happens to be aligned with uh, the topics that we plan to discuss for tonight. And so, um, as we said before the break, we're going to be talking about a recent post by uh, actor and uh, America's Got Talent talent host Terry Crews uh controversial comments about the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, we just saw this uh, as of today's recording and wanted to make this a part of our show because um, there's a lot of things that are coming out of the Black Lives Matter movement that uh, really need to be clarified. And uh, this tweet right here um, is more evidence of that. Terry Crews uh, tweeted out today, if you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister I have family of every race creed and ideology we must ensure black lives matter doesn't morph into black lives better and uh, because of this he has received a number of uh, tweets and uh, criticisms because of it in fact Terry Crews uh, the article says faces backlash for comments regarding the Black Lives Matter movement uh, the American actor and comedian wrote we must again ensure Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better many activists push back against the statement suggesting that it misunderstands or distorts the meaning or purpose behind the Black Lives Matter movement. And uh, in many ways, it does. Uh, there, uh, Before we even get into our thoughts and comments uh, behind what he said, I just want to read to you some of the responses uh, that uh, from, from some notable uh, celebrities and other activists that have spoken out against what he said. Uh, Bernice King, uh, be a king, at be a king, uh, Bernice King, we're so far, uh, the, Dr. King's uh, daughter, Bernice, uh, we're so far from that bridge, Terry. Black Lives Matter is in part a rallying cry and a protest slogan to galvanize people into doing the justice work 
needed to decry the deaths or derail the deaths, dehumanization and destruction of black lives that racism causes. Uh, another uh post uh, from uh, Jamil. Uh, She is a uh, screenwriter, director, UCLA drama, sci-fi, fantasy. Uh, she, uh, She wrote, actually, what's wrong with a Black Lives Better hashtag? Why not better black safety? Why not better black health, finance, education, etc. Why not prioritize our healing after 400 years of building this country through blood, sweat, and tears? Uh, Read just a couple more. Keith Boykin, um, we all know who he is. He is a commentator, uh, New York Times best-selling author, commentator for CNN, New York Times best-selling author, Dartmouth, Harvard Law, Columbia grad. Uh, he tweeted out, in 1883, the Supreme Court claimed that a Civil Rights Act would make black people the special favorite of the laws. In 2020, Terry Crews warned that Black Lives Better will morph into Black uh, Black Lives Matter rather will morph into Black Lives Better. Demanding Black equality is not Black supremacy. Um, read another another uh, another one here. Um, Holly Robinson Pete. Uh, actress Holly Robinson P tweeted out another sleepless night thinking about Elijah McCain and I woke up worrying about how to prevent my sweet special son from meeting a similar fate and you woke up worried about checks tweets again black lives better we are aiming for equal and uh, going back to sleep that's what she says here so um it's obviously uh, uh a very controversial statement that terry cruz made uh just here on twitter uh again saying that uh he's afraid that black lives matter will ultimately morph into black lives better and that is not the cause nor the purpose of black lives matter it is essentially saying that black lives don't doesn't should not matter more but black lives matter too that is what the black lives matter movement is and has always been about not saying that black lives are better than any other lives but that black lives matter too black lives do not matter more but that black lives matter too and i echo the sentiments of many of those who have already spoken out uh regarding uh terry cruz's comments because uh you know he's he's um he we he's made some controversial statements in the past uh regarding the me too movement and had to go back and apologize uh for that as well because uh he uh obviously uh did not really understand what the me too movement is about and again i think that is what this uh is boiling down to to ultimately be in this case that he does not understand in fact misunderstanding the purpose and objectives of the Black Lives Matter movement. It is not to say that black lives are better than anyone else's. It is a movement about equality. It is a movement about justice. It is a movement about the uh, 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 bringing about change 
in uh, the criminal justice system reform, not well, actually a reset of the criminal criminal justice system. And uh, and so uh, these are some of the tenets and principles of the Black Lives Matter movement that many of us already know about. And obviously, Terry Crews uh, needs to be made aware of uh, the Black Lives Matter movement is definitely not one that we should be weary of it becoming Black Lives Better. But I do agree with uh, uh, the uh, one tweet from uh, uh, Jamil saying that why not Black Lives uh, Better hashtag because actually uh, what's wrong she says what's wrong with a Black Lives Better hashtag why not better black safety health finance education etc why not prioritize our healing after 400 years of building this country through blood sweat and tears I do agree with her that um uh, we're not again prioritizing that uh, ourselves above anyone else, but uh, in some respects, uh, we do deserve uh, some, uh, you know, meritocracy when it comes to, um, you know, treatment um, because of the history of uh, enslavement, the history of uh, segregation and discrimination that has been uh, a part of our. Um, uh, a journey as African Americans in this country, and so uh, you know, I, I do, uh, you know, in some, and I do agree in some some regards with with that young lady who uh, tweeted that out. But um, but but again, uh, in large part, uh, Terry Crews is wrong here that the Black Lives Matter movement is about equality for black Americans and not saying at all that we are better than any anyone else but we just want to be treated fairly and what's wrong with that what's wrong with being treated fairly what's wrong with equality and why is it when we say we want to be treated equally we want to be treated fairly that there's a, a ulterior motive behind it there is some kind of uh, uh, agenda of favoritism uh, that's that's uh, undergirding this movement and it is not it is all about being treated fairly being treated justly and and that is a reasonable expectation because we all are citizens of this country and so um, I wanted to share my thoughts regarding this statement that he made in post regarding the Black Lives Matter movement because uh, I think that it is a movement that is necessary. It is a movement that is definitely uh, gaining traction, a movement that is purposeful. A movement that is not destructive, but I believe very constructive. And uh, I applaud each and every individual that is a part of this. And uh, we want to, um, again, shine a light on uh, the objectives of this movement. That's why we decided to do this show on tonight to talk about Black Lives Matter. Not in the sense that we are better than anyone else, but that we are. Uh, our lives matter too 
that our lives are just as important as our white brothers and sisters. Our lives are just as important as our yellow brothers and sisters, as our brown brothers and sisters. And uh, we all are created equally, just as uh, the preamble of the Constitution uh, says. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. We want equality, and that is is and what has always been a part of uh, this movement. And so that is what we think of Terry Cruz's comments. I'd love to know what your thoughts are about those as well. Feel free to add us at TOL Radio Host MSN or uh, post your comments on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. We would love uh, to know what your thoughts are about this. Well, guys, we're getting ready to take our next break of the night. But when we come back, we're getting right into our discussion of 846, Dave Chappelle's newest stand-up special. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons for over 20,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and MichaelNimmons.com. Tune in today. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. The people have spoken. From Minneapolis, Minnesota, to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. 
Are you guys having a good time or is this weird? I gotta tell you, this is actually like the first concert in North America since all the happened. So, like it or not, it's history. It's gonna be in the books. At least we tried. There's other comedians who would, well, this is not the first show, but the other shows were like in drive-ins, and if people like the niggas' jokes, they honk the horn. <laughs> Didn't sound like any fun at all, did it? So what's you guys? You a black and white friend hanging out? Do you guys know each other? It's gonna be a quiet car ride home, isn't it? That's good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Enjoy your riots. I'm just kidding. This man kneeled on a man's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Can you imagine that? This kid thought he was gonna die. He knew he was gonna die. He called for his mother. He called for his dead mother. I've only seen that once before in my life. My father, on his deathbed, called for his grandmother. When I watched that tape, I understood this man knew he was gonna die. People watched it. People filmed it. And for some reason that I still don't understand, all these police had their hands in their pockets. Who are you talking to? What are you signifying that you can kneel on a man's neck for eight minutes? and 46 seconds and feel like you wouldn't get the wrath of God. That's what is happening right now. It's not for a single cop, it's for all of it. All of it. I don't mean to get heavy, but we gotta say something. another man go through something like that what it makes you feel like I didn't watch the tape for weeks for a week I didn't watch it I knew I saw a still picture I said I don't want to see this because I can't unsee it but when I finally watched it I understood nobody's going home anyone who sees this well they're gonna be furious oh so the other night, I'm in my little clubhouse, and I'm watching uh, Don Lemon, that hotbed of reality. He says, where are all these celebrities? Why aren't you talking? This nigga said everybody. I was screaming at the TV. I dare you to say me, nigga. I dare you. Has anyone ever listened to me do comedy? Have I not ever said anything about these things before? 
So now all of a sudden, this nigga expects me to step in front of the streets and talk over the work these people are doing as a celebrity? Ask me, do you want to see a celebrity right now? Do we give a f- what Ja Rule thinks? Does it matter about celebrity? No. This is the streets talking for themselves. They don't need me right now. I kept my mouth shut. And I'll still keep my mouth shut. But don't think that my silence is complicit to all this these niggas are saying, trying to get everyone to sing these songs. I know all these songs. I was raised on these songs. Why would anyone care what their favorite comedian thinks after they saw a police officer kneel on a man's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds? I can't get that number out of my head because it was my time of birth on my birth certificate. I was born at 8.46 in the morning and they killed this nigga in eight minutes and 46 seconds. Candace Owen, that rotten She's the worst. I can't think of a worse way to make money. She's the most articulate idiot I've ever seen in my life. She's so articulate, she can tell you how and stupid she is precisely. And she told George Floyd's rap record on the internet. Oh, he was uh, this, he did that, and he was, he's a drug addict, and he's not a hero, and why does the black community make him a hero? Why do you choose him as a hero? We didn't choose him, you did. They killed him, and that wasn't right, so he's the guy. We're not desperate for heroes in the black community. Any nigga that survives this nightmare is my hero. The night that those nine police officers were killed felt like the end of the world. The only reason that it wasn't the end of the world, in my opinion, is because at the very same time that was happening, Kobe Bryant was playing his last game as an L.A. Laker. And as scary as all that was, I kept flipping back to see if Kobe would drop 60. And he did. Oh, and he did. And vaguely in the back of my mind, I remember the idiot telling somebody to shut up and dribble. And I watched this nigga dribbling and saving this country from itself. I loved Kobe Bryant. Died the night, the day I won a Grammy. He died. That's why I didn't show up at the Grammys, because Kobe died. They had both of his jersey numbers hanging up, 824. Well, that's my birthday. I cried like a baby. We're back on the Black Lives Matter edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And we opened uh, this last segment talking about Terry Crews and his controversial comments regarding the Black Lives Matter movement possibly morphing into Black Lives Better. And we shared with you some comments from those who uh, disagreed with him as well as shared our thoughts about that as well. Certainly, we do not agree with Terry Crews and we, we don't believe that um, the Black Lives Matter movement is about being better, but it's actually 
about equality and justice for uh, black Americans. So I'd love to get your thoughts and feedback about that. Again, you can add us to TOL Radio Host MSN on Twitter and Instagram or leave us a comment on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. We would love to hear from you. And we open this segment with a clip of a recent Dave Chappelle special entitled 846 that he released on uh, midnight of June the 12th. And it's called 846, 27-minute-long uh, uh, stand-up uh, that he did uh, really talking about uh, what happened to George Floyd. And uh, this is a very powerful uh, special. Uh, many people, of course, uh, you know, Dave, those of you who know who Dave Chappelle is, he is uh, a brilliant comedian uh, in many respects uh, because of his uh, honesty, his candor, uh, his creativity, what he brings to uh, the genre of comedy. I, I consider him to be one of the best, in my, in my opinion. Um, Dr. Greg Carr of Howard University uh, said that this uh, particular stand-up uh, that uh, Dave Chappelle did um, actually made him the heir apparent to Dick Gregory uh, because of, um, you know, uh, the genius behind uh, the content that he delivered uh, just, you know, less than a half an hour, um, you know, back uh, just a few weeks ago. And um, I just wanted to share some of that with you. Many of you probably have already heard it or seen it already. Uh, this particular video has gotten over 26 million views uh, on uh, on YouTube. And um, it is one that, uh, I, I mean, speaks volumes about uh, what is going on in this country and I think it's interesting coming from someone like Dave Chappelle a comedian who uh, is um, you know basically uh, paid to entertain you but in this particular uh, space in this moment he's actually sharing uh, his thoughts his frustration his anxiety about this growing problem of police brutality in the black community and what I think you know, what, what again impressed me the most about this particular um, special was Dave Chappelle personalized it, uh, especially when he talked about uh, 846 being uh, his time of birth and, and how personal that made George Floyd's death for him. You know, uh, many people have seen the video of George Floyd uh, being killed by Derek Chauvin, uh, kneeling on uh, on his neck and him hollering, I can't breathe and uh, begging for his mother, begging for his life. And um, and so hearing Dave Chappelle express his raw emotion in this stand-up special was truly, truly remarkable. And I mean, he's speaking for all of us, speaking for uh, every one of us who have watched this video and are in utter uh, shock and awe of what unfolded right before our very eyes. This man's life was taken. And yes, we're still yet talking about uh, this man's death because it has sparked a movement of epic proportions uh, since that fateful day 
that his life was taken. Uh, and so uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about it uh, when uh, Dave Chappelle dropped this comedy special because we were uh, discussing uh, the interview we had with Dr. Peniel Joseph, author of The Sword and the Shield, and we shared that two-part interview. Uh, and so uh, we shared that two-part interview uh, in these past two episodes. And so this is really our first opportunity to talk about this Dave Chappelle special and what it really means. And he touched on a number of different things. And again, I was truly impressed by how he personalized uh, this man's death by saying that his birth date or birth uh, time was 846. And, and, uh, and, 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 and not just that, but he also talked about the fact that Derek Chauvin had no idea what was going to happen after he took this man's life. He had no idea that uh, this man's death would spark a movement unlike any we have seen before. And I'm, uh, dare I say after because uh, you know we are seeing change we are seeing things happening in a way that we have not seen before um, you know people from all walks of life all ethnicities races creeds cultures uh, you know people from uh, all different economic statuses you know, you name it, are speaking up and they're speaking out against this problem of police brutality. And they're saying unequivocally, black lives matter. And we talked about this in the last two episodes that is one thing for our community to say that black lives matter and that, uh, you know, our lives have value and our lives should mean something. But it's another thing entirely, I think, when other races, other creeds, other ethnicities are joining and echoing that exact same sentiment that black lives indeed matter. And these sentiments are being expressed not just here in this country, but they are being expressed literally around the world. And, you know, again, I think we're at a uh, a very unique moment in time. And, you know, we are we are watching this unfold in a way, uh, again, that we have never seen before. And another part of the special that really spoke to me is when he talked about Kobe Bryant and Kobe's death. And the reason why he didn't go to uh, receive his Grammy after winning it uh, on uh, the very same day that Kobe Bryant's life was taken. And he said that uh, both of his jerseys were hung uh, there in the theater where the Grammys took place, them both being the date of Dave Chappelle's birth. 
24. And so, again, he personalized, uh, you know, this in a way that, you know, many of us did not see coming. And um, and that's one thing I, you know, you, 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 you yeah, Dave Chappelle is, a, is, you know, he uses foul language and, uh, in you know, he, he, in times he's misogynistic and, uh, you know, can be, you know, uh, degrading to women at times. But I, 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 I'm able to to see the the message. He's the kind of comedian that always leaves you thinking about what he said. And to me, that is the uh, for for any any speaker that that I enjoy. Uh, you know, they always for me they have to always leave me thinking about what they said. They have to always leave me, uh, you know, contemplating what they said. And Dave Chappelle does that in each and every one of his stand-up specials. In fact, after seeing the Dave Chappelle special for the first time, I went on Twitter and tweeted out, I just saw Dave Chappelle's latest stand-up special, 846. And for me, it was more stand-up than comedy. You have to watch it to know what I mean. And, And that is... In essence, what I think Dave Chappelle brings to the table with his level of comedic genius is more stand-up than it is comedy. He is standing up for, you know, what uh, he believes is right and speaking against what he believes to be wrong. And uh, he always says that comedy is the last bastion of freedom of speech uh, in this country where you know people can uh, freely express their views and their uh, opinions without judgment without uh, being uh, condemned with or without being canceled so to speak and uh, and this is what he did in my opinion uh, in this 846 special he uh, he was very emotional. Uh, he he was he was unapologetically real and raw in this 846 special. Uh, it's on YouTube again. Over 26 million views. People have been talking about this special since it dropped uh, just a few weeks ago. And again, we haven't had a chance to talk about it. Uh, on our show because we were dealing with our interview with Dr. Uh, Peniel Joseph but I've all, always had in the back of my mind to talk about it and uh, to share some of it uh, in one of our podcasts and many are probably thinking well you know you're a minister you know what are you doing listening to Dave Chappelle uh, but again I think that if you put all of the uh, foul language aside uh, there's a message in there. Uh, he is speaking truth to power. Um, and, you know, whether you like it or not, uh, this is someone who is, again, being unapologetically black, unapologetic, unapologetically real and raw and saying what is on the minds of many of us who are experiencing the same uh, you know, uh, trials and tribulations 
of growing up black in America. And uh, and that's why I appreciate his stand up uh, and and I appreciate him speaking truth to power in the way that he does. And again, you know, this special, usually his specials are an hour, hour and a half, you know, somewhere around there. This was only this was less than 30 minutes. But in this 30 minutes that he spoke, he uh, shared what was on the minds of many of us. And again, uh, Dr. Greg Carr, uh, who I become acquainted with through uh, watching uh, Roland Martin Unfiltered, a very noted scholar and professor at Howard University for African American Studies, a brilliant professor uh, who, uh, again, uh, spoke very highly of uh, comedian Dave Chappelle and basically said that this special put him right up there with Dick Gregory, uh, who we all know to be another brilliant comedian and entertainer that used his platform to speak truth to power was not afraid to tell it like it is and um and again dave Chappelle is someone who i believe transcends comedy in that in that sense that uh his 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 specials are more stand-up than they are comedy because yes he does make you laugh but i think some of the best comedians make you think i'd love to get your thoughts and feedback about that, feel free to add us at TOL Radio Host MSN. Leave your comments on our Thinking Out Loud official Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show. We would love to hear from you. Well, we come back, guys. We're getting into our next story about Latoya Ratliff, a young woman who was accosted by um, Fort Lauderdale, Miami police. I want to share this story with you. We're going to do it on the other side of the break. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Author and speaker, Dr. Eddie Connor. Uh, I was reading something the other day, and it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's been 50 years since uh, Dr. King was killed. 50 years later, they're still killing kings, you know, uh, to, to really speak truth to power, but also to, to speak to our young men about uh, police brutality, but also the whole spectrum that, in many cases, they live in the crosshairs of society. We can give them all the, the tips, tools, and things of the trade of how to govern yourself accordingly. But we see young men all across America, and we, you know, uh, in many cases, we just become desensitized to a young man who is shot and killed because the 
police were threatened by the fact that he pulled something out of his pocket and it was a phone when they thought it was a gun. Practitioner and spokesperson, Dr. Victoria Dooley. I do feel strongly that as the African-American community and the church, we need to take mental illness more seriously and we need to make it okay for somebody to seek out health care for mental health issues other than prayer. Absolutely, 100%. Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, Rochelle Riley. Uh, I, I can tell you, and before we leave uh, Ali, let me tell you that it wasn't just an interview with him, but my very first column called for the city of Louisville to have a museum for him because at that time there was nothing bearing his name except a little strip of street, you know, how it works in some cities where Martin Luther King Boulevard is in a part of town, but in the rest of the town it's named something else. That column ran and the mayor and other folks who knew better and who were embarrassed by it said, okay, it's time. And that helped lead to this effort that had been going on for some time to raise $80 million to build the Muhammad Ali Center, which now exists on the banks of the Ohio River. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Should be the next book you purchase. Written by radio host and minister Michael Nimmons. Vision is an insightful, thought-provoking book that is also a helpful tool in getting you to see your life through God's eyes. Vision. Endorsed by best-selling authors Dr. Eddie Connor and Kim Brooks and mega pastor Bishop Charles H. Ellis III. Vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library. Get your copy today. Available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com. Get your copy today. Vision. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. They had their vest on, they had the shields. It's like they were prepared for war. So you, we, I couldn't get a good look at them. When they were in that line, they were in this protective gear and just prepared for battle. I just felt pressure. That's all, I, I knew I was hit with something and I didn't know if I was possibly hit with, like you said, maybe someone was throwing something and I got hit with it. And I didn't realize because after I was hit, it just, things kind of slowed down and I saw people running around me frantic and I fell to the ground, but it wasn't until people started to try to lift me up and I saw there were pools of blood on the ground and people were saying, she's been shot, she's been shot. So even in that, in the midst of that, I'm still not really understanding because I'm saying, hey, grab my phone. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe, it's maybe people are exaggerating because I really don't think I was shot while I'm here walking away going to go for someone to help me from the tear gas and it wasn't until I got in the car 
and the one individual, there was a young man um, that continued to use um, a shirt or something to kind of put pressure on the, the wound and I saw all the blood in the car and I'm like, was I shot? And the guy said, I guess you were shot and I began to cry because I'm, I'm like, I don't, first of all, I don't know where my family is. My friend is separated from me and I'm bleeding all over this person's car and I'm starting to apologize to them and he's like, you're fine, we gotta get you to a hospital. And they didn't care about anything, they weren't concerned about anything but getting me to the hospital. And they got, we, we, they were looking and searching and we found the hospital and they grabbed me out of the car and they carried me and they told the nurses and ran around to the front and saying, get someone over here to help me. And then even after I was there for probably an hour, they were still there waiting to make sure that I was okay. So I didn't, I realized eventually, but I was still more focused on the fact that these strangers are like helping me. We are back on the Black Lives Matter edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And again, we have just really been talking about a number of Black uh, Lives Matter topics, uh, again, centered around this theme of Black Lives Matter. Uh, opening up uh, discussion today, talking about Terry Cruz's uh, comments regarding the Black Lives Matter movement morphing into Black Lives Better and uh, sharing with you comments that others have made uh, uh, in rebuttal uh, to his comments as well as our thoughts about that as well. Black Lives Matter movement not being about better but about being equal. And so uh, that is really what that movement is and has always been about. Uh, Also, uh, last segment we talked about the Dave Chappelle special, uh, stand-up special that was released on June 12th. Uh, over 26 million people have seen it already, 846. And we highly recommend you check it out. We've posted a link on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page for you to check it out and to leave us your comments about that as well. We opened this segment with a clip from an interview uh, that Latoya Ratliff Uh, recently did talking about uh, her recent experience with police brutality. Uh, For those who do not know, Latoya Ratliff uh, is a young uh, woman, young black female who uh, was recently uh, involved in a protest, a peaceful protest, where a uh, Miami uh, police detective uh, fired a rubber bullet at her face. And um, she uh, is, you know, of course, badly bruised. uh, And she's, again, sharing her interview uh, about what happened to her. There's a video that's been circulating on the Internet. And we ran across this on uh, the Twitter feed of attorney Benjamin Crump. Many of you know who that is, who is representing families like George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Trayvon Martin and many others, Eric Garner, and many others who have fallen victim to this growing problem of police brutality in the black community. And uh, and so we wanted to talk about this story on tonight's show because uh, this was a very violent 
exchange of the police with a innocent civilian uh, who uh, was peacefully protesting. And uh, according to the Miami Herald, which has this story, Fort Lauderdale police shot woman in the face with rubber bullet. Now she's briefing Congress. According to the Miami Herald, Latoya Ratliff, the woman Fort Lauderdale police shot in the face with a foam rubber bullet as she choked on tear gas at a George Floyd protest last month, will brief a congressional subcommittee Monday morning about her ordeal. Ratliff will speak remotely to the House of Representatives Oversight Subcommittee on Civil Rights and Civil Liberties. The briefing is being held to address how the violent treatment of protesters and journalists across the country by federal and local law enforcement has violated the First Amendment, the subcommittee said in a news release. According to uh, the Miami Herald, Latoya Ratliff says, I'm grateful to the committee for offering me the opportunity to share my story and be a part of the conversation about needed reforms. Ratliff said in a statement, history has shown us that those who are willing to fight for civil rights and justice are regarded as icons of justice, while those who resist needed change to ensure equality are remembered as villains. We need our elected officials and leaders to use this moment in history to enact reforms which make our systems of justice truly equal and to hold those to whom we grant power accountable when they abuse it. Uh, this is uh, poignant words from uh, a woman who, a black woman who has just recently experienced police brutality up close and personal and again you know in all of this I'm really wondering you know what what we have uncovered is a uh, uh, something obviously has been going on for many many years now but I think what also is coming out of this in my mind is that it's showing how uh, detached many police departments are from what is going on in their communities what's going on in their cities what's going on in the world the country around them because in my opinion if you are a police officer and you're not and you're and you're not moved by the protests and you're not uh, you, you're 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 not uh, uh, you know s- um, impacted or affected by what you're seeing around you, um, you know, in this country, in cities around the country, and in places around the world. In my mind, you are a part of the problem. You are the reason why these individuals are marching. You're. Because you obviously are detached and removed from what is going on around you. And it's it's really hard for me to understand how um, you can continue in this profession of protecting and serving in a community that uh, you are not even familiar with you're not you have no care for no concern for 
and 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 what what is again coming out of this? I, I, I'm wondering, you know, with all the social videos that are being posted uh, from these protests uh, from so uh, in social media, that are the police really, you know, those that are, you know, yet still being arrested and 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 being charged with, you know, brutality, you know, are they? Do they even care what's going on? Are they? I, I mean, are, are are they caught up in the moment, and 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 they you know, and 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 they make uh, a poor decision or or you know uh, a bad judgment call, and 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 that and because of that, they're in this predicament. Not from what I'm seeing. I mean, to me, this is this seems to be, you know. Um, more calculated, more uh, a part of a uh, pattern of behavior that is that just just beyond comprehension. It's not a it's not necessarily a reflex, but this is a pattern of behavior that uh, has really uh, showed its ugly side and 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 gotten out of hand in 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 many respects because this is um this this is it's 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 incredible i i i just cannot um understand it and and this this you know poor young woman who was protesting exercising her right to free speech Exercising her uh, First Amendment rights was uh, violently accosted by a Miami police detective when he shot a rubber bullet at her. And the video is posted on our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page along with the interview. You can watch it. And again, it's, it's one that's very, um, you know, very hard to watch. Uh, you know, but again, you know what 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 helps me to um, understand this, or helps me to come to grips with all of this, is this young woman talking about those that were around her that came to her aid, came to her rescue, uh, people of other nationalities, people that didn't look like her. And she's protesting about her black life mattering. And here she's actually seeing uh, the reality of that played out right before her very eyes. And so uh, here she has an opportunity, according to this story, to testify before Congress and hopefully uh, play some small part in bringing reform to this uh, system. Now we talked again in, in earlier episodes about reform when actually it should be a reset to uh, this entire criminal justice system because uh, you know Director Ava DuVernay has said this before uh, in her uh, Netflix docu series. Uh, when they see us and the documentary the 13th that this police system this criminal justice system has been set up 
to uh, basically destroy the lives of black men and boys. It is the system is doing what it has been designed to do. And and so the system itself needs a complete overhaul. It needs to be completely done away with and we need to start over from scratch and uh and 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 a complete reset on what criminal justice looks like in America. Uh because there are some, you know, uh mis 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 uh misconceived notions of, you know, black men, uh black young boys in this country that have uh, projected itself throughout history and has put us in this bad spot in this bad place that we are in right now and uh, and so I think that this entire criminal justice system needs to be reset and uh, it's definitely not going to be done under this current administration uh, you know it, it has to be done under hopefully the next administration uh, you know, President, Vice President Joe Biden uh, hopefully will win in, in November and then we'll be able to, you know, uh, move forward with seeing real change in America and what this criminal justice system, a new criminal justice system for this country could look like. And and so I'm so looking forward to that more all of this again should be more evidence more proof that we need a change in Washington and it's so very important that we go out to the polls and vote and yes you're going to hear it again you're going to hear it again you're going to hear it again coming from me coming from this platform as long as we have it voting is what we what we have to do what we must do in order to bring the change, the necessary change uh, in uh, in those places of power. We've got to go to the polls and vote and exercise our right to vote because if we don't use it, we ultimately lose it. So I wanted to share that story with you again Latoya Ratliff shot in the head with a foam projectile from a Miami Dade, uh, a Miami Fort Lauderdale police officer, 34-year-old nonprofit grant writer from Delroy, Delray Beach, was shot outside a city parking garage in downtown Fort Lauderdale following a peaceful march on May 31st. She suffered a fractured eye socket and a gash that required 20 stitches. Ratliff had been trying to calm protesters after a Fort Lauderdale officer shoved a kneeling woman in the head as many marchers were returning to their cars. Again, here's that, you know, shoved a kneeling woman in the head. What I mean, what are the what are they thinking? I mean, the, the police almost have a a militarized disposition against uh, peaceful protesters. You know, we all rem- we all remember seeing the white man that the police officers just violently pushed pushed out of the way and knocked to the ground, and you saw blood coming from his uh, ear. And uh, thankfully, these officers were not just fired but arrested for assault. 
because you not only see him fall to the ground, but then you see an officer who tried to reach out to pick him up, but the same officer that pushed him to the ground uh, actually uh, uh, moves this officer out of the way and motions him to keep going so as to just leave this poor man lying there in a puddle of blood and so we see you know in this man's inhumanity to man at its basic level regardless of color man's inhumanity to man and 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 that's the biggest part for me how in the world can you see this happening and you not do something about it Police officers who have partners that are involved in this type of this type of behavior that do nothing are accessories. That's why those other three officers who stood by and watched Derek Chauvin uh, take that take George Floyd's life are accessories uh, to murder. So they are they they are they can potentially serve uh, the same amount of time. As Derek Chauvin, who is the one directly responsible for this man's death. But because those officers did not do anything, they stood by and watched this man take his life and did not do anything. Then they also, too, deserve the same fate that Derek Chauvin does. And officers like them who do nothing, who stand by and watch as their fellow officers uh, brutally take the lives of other uh, citizens, civilians, black, white, red, yellow, whatever. They deserve the same fate as their, as the officers directly responsible for their deaths. And and I think this is a wake up call because we saw this. You know, the uh, prosecuting attorney for uh, the district attorney in Fulton County, Georgia, made it very clear when he arrested the officers, the, the, the seven or eight officers who accosted the two young black students who were driving uh, a few minutes after curfew in downtown Atlanta. And uh, and the police officers just basically gang tackled their vehicle. One officer took a knife out and slashed the tires and then broke the windows and forced the two young people out and tased them both. They were Howard uh, University students. Uh, I believe there were, yeah, Morehouse or Howard. They were, you know, Howard University students and they tased those young people. For no apparent reason, no reason at all, and and then uh, one of them even tried to lie and say that the driver showed a weapon as they drove by, and it was it was nothing even close to that being true, and so uh, what we're also seeing here is that having a cell phone with video camera is very important because can you imagine these types of things not happening without being able to see what's going on without without having an objective eye and now you know we know video can uh can be kind of you know some videos can be 
uh, shot from a different perspective or from the 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 victim's perspective in some cases but you know in 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 many cases when a when when these bystanders are standing with video camera they're filming what's going on and and uh and and this is their way of showing the world what is happening sharing these videos on social media so others can um chime in others can see what's going on and those that are responsible can be held accountable for their actions i think which is so very important in this day and time and uh and so that is where we are that is where we are and and uh you know uh, I, I'm, I'm definitely not uh, happy about uh, what's taking place, but uh, I think that the more of these types of things happen, the more people protest, the more people speak out, I think the closer we get to the change that we want to see in this country. And that is definitely what we need. And so uh, I am, you know, uh, optimistic about what's happening. I uh, I I I applaud uh, activists and attorneys like um, Attorney Benjamin Crump who. Uh, continues to uh, speak truth to power, continues to, uh, you know, uh, let us let others know, let let the world know what's going on. And he tweeted out about this uh, particular case. What happened to Latoya Ratliff was cruel and wrong. But I'm so proud of her for speaking up on behalf of peaceful protesters before Congress she is speaking truth to power and uh we agree with attorney crump and uh and certainly are proud of her courage to be able to speak about what happened to her we'd love to get your thoughts and feedback about this story we posted it on our thinking out loud facebook fan page you can check it out there see the video read about the story on the miami herald and also give us your thoughts and your feedback as well well guys we want to take our last break of the night when we come back we want to give you our thought of the week from dr cornell west during a moving interview with cnn anderson cooper that actually moved him to tears you don't want to go anywhere you're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online it's a thinking out loud radio show we'll be right back you're tuned in to the thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you 
that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. What's cracking Planet Earth? It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemeth. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. It's time, time, time for the Thinking Out Loud radio show thought, thought, thought of the week. Tonight, we want to share with you a powerful thought of the week. From none other than charismatic, intellectual, noted scholar and professor, Dr. Cornell West. In a recent interview he had with CNN's Anderson Cooper that actually moved him to tears. Take a listen. Hearing the chance of we will breathe outside of the church, I'm wondering which, what was going through your mind and your heart. It was a heavy day, my brother. And uh, yet I was buoyed up. Because I saw in the hearts and minds and souls, not just of the Floyd family, but of the church, of the music, the preaching, a love, not one reference to hatred or revenge. It was all about love and justice. It's in the great tradition of the best of black people, a people who have been hated chronically, systemically for 400 years but if talked the world so much about love and how to love. You saw John Coltrane's love supreme in that church service. You saw the love of the children on Marvin Gaye's What's Going On and Toni Morrison's Beloved. You saw Mama raising in the son of Lorraine Hansberry. White America ought to give black people a standing ovation if after 400 years of being terrorized, we refuse to create a black version of the Ku Klux Klan. After 400 years of being traumatized, we want to dish out healers. That's Frederick Douglass. That's Martin King. That's Curtis Mayfield. That's Fannie Lou Hamer. What is it about these black people so thoroughly subjugated but want freedom for everybody? That's a grand gift 
to the world right in the bowels at the center of an American empire that has enslaved Jim Crow, Jane Crow, lynched them, still dishing out these love warriors. That's what I saw in the Floyd family, and I was buoyed up. It reminded me of the West family. It reminded me of Irene and Cliff. Cliff and Cynthia and Cheryl, that's where we come from. Shiloh Baptist Church, you can put us down, but you're not going to put us down in such a way that we're going to hate you because you become the point of reference. No, we're going to put a smile on Larsenia's face. That's his mama. That's where he is right now. He's lying right next to Sister Larsenia, who, 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 whose way of engaging the world was embracing it with all the love. Now, I'm not saying we don't have black thugs and gangsters. I'm talking about the best of our tradition. Because brother, 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 if we had created a black version of the Ku Klux Klan, had been a civil war every generation with terrorist cells in every hood. And that's what Brother Trump needs to understand. It looks like he's trying to push us to the race war. But the good news is, if there was a race war, we got a whole lot of white brothers and sisters on our side now. That makes a big difference. And we got black folk and red folk and, and indigenous people and Asians and so forth. This is a matter of integrity and honesty, a matter of justice and love. They kept it on the high ground. That was a beautiful thing. But I did break though, brother. I saw those brothers marching in like the ushers in Shallow Baptist Church and pick up that coffin and go and walk out. My daughter was there. Couldn't take it, man. I've been at this for over 50 years. And yet, I got to bounce back. And I will bounce back because we got a love that the world can't take away. The world, white supremacy may make being black a crime, but we refuse to get in the gutter. We gonna go down swinging like Ella Fitzgerald, Muhammad Ali, in the name of love and justice. We doing it for Brother Wyatt. We doing it for my daughter. We're doing it for the Asians. We're doing it for the whole world because that's the only hope of the world. And that kind of love is always tragic, comic, and cruciform. You got to get ready to get crucified with that kind of love. And yet you keep dishing it on generation after generation after generation. The Lloyd family lifted up that spiritual, moral banner in the midst of a moment in which we got all these lies and crimes, be it Pentagon, the Pentagon or Wall Street or White House or even Congress itself. We know they don't represent the best of this country. It's just that the best of this country right now seems to be so powerless, but in the streets of the of our nation, we see this multi-racial, multi cultural, multi-gender, different sexual orientation, different religious, Jewish brothers and sisters holding up Rabbi Abraham, the Catholics holding up Dorothy Day, the Protestants holding up William Coffin and Lydia Maria Child and the agnostics and the others holding up the Norman Thomases and the Edward Zaids and others. That was my mixed wrestling with what I saw today, my brother. And, uh, I think we've got hope in the form of motion, but we got to get ready for the backlash. We got to get ready for the neo-fascist clampdown because it's coming. It is coming. Yeah, I, I, I've had that. Um, I, I got to say, you're you're. Uh, I never had the honor of taking one of your classes, but uh, I, I I I feel like I'm a student of yours, and uh, I learn lessons every time you speak. And um, 
I just think it's... Now we're in it together, brother. And the beautiful thing about tears, Socrates never cries, but Jeremiah does, and so does Jesus. He cries because we care. We're concerned. It's not about political correctness. It's not about self-righteousness. We cry because we are not numb on the inside. We don't have a chilliness of soul and a coldness of mind and heart. We cry because we connect, but then we must have a vision that includes all of us. Or we must have an analysis of power that's honest in terms of the greed, especially at the top, in terms of the hatred running them up, in terms of the corruption, not just White House Congress, too many churches, too many mosques, too many synagogues, too many universities, too many civic associations, and then the greed in us. You and I talk about this all the time, right? The gangster in us. Because we're wrestling with this day by day, and that's why we need each other, my brother. For tonight, we hope you enjoyed our discussion of Terry Cruz's comments about the Black Lives Matter movement, Dave Chappelle's uh, recent stand-up special A46, as well as uh, the recent encounter Latoya Ratliff had with uh, the Fort Lauderdale Police Department. Uh, we uh, wanted to again uh, talk about Black Lives Matter and the importance of this movement, the necessity of this movement in this time. Uh, in this moment that we are in uh, in this country hope you enjoyed the discussion again you can follow us on social media at facebook.com uh, forward slash thinking out loud radio show or on Twitter and Instagram at TO World Radio Host MSN. And uh, we would love again to hear from you. Or you can send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com or leave us a comment right from our official show page uh, at TO World Radio Show, right from michaelnemons.com. Guys, a lot of ways to keep in touch with us. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Thinking Out Loud TV. That's right, guys. YouTube.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud TV. TV. We're going to be uploading some exclusive content there uh, that I know you're going to enjoy. Well, guys, again, that's our show for tonight. We hope you you tune in next week for another great show right here on Thinking Out Loud Radio. Well, as always, until next time, always remember, if you can think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want the power is in you it's the thinking out loud radio show thanks for listening thank you for tuning in to the thinking out loud radio show if you like the show be sure to subscribe to the podcast get more info about the show and the ministry, visit michaelnemons.com. Want to book radio host Michael Nemons for your next special event? Send an email to contact at michaelnemons.com. 
Tune in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. for the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.